Hi everyone and welcome to the Digitize Diaries, your one-stop conversational platform for frank and open communication around the digitization process. Each episode we deep dive into examples, experience and learnings from experts in the field as well as expanding on our own journey so far. A safe environment to discuss the future of commerce and the role technology will play in it for your business. Now let's jump right in to the conversation. Hello and a very warm welcome to this episode of the Digitized Diaries. Barry Lee Cummings here, joining you from the very, very warm United Arab Emirates and looking forward to another great chat with my co-host Wayne Denner. This is season two of the Digitized Diaries. Uh, We're going to carry on the discussion around digital transformation, how things have moved along and uh, what's going on in the whole digital transformation, the digitization world. Uh, But as I said, here in the UAE, joined by my co-host as ever, Wayne Denner. Wayne, how are you? I am fantastic, Barry. I'm delighted to be back for season two of the Digitized Diaries. We had a fantastic first season, nine episodes in total, and we covered some fantastic topics on the podcast. And it's really interesting to see over the summer break with the summer holidays now behind us, people getting back into work, really starting to think about digital transformation within their companies and their organizations, and maybe really trying to push the needle a little bit further on some of those projects and and execute them within their companies. And that's what we're going to talk about in this particular podcast. I'm looking forward to this season. We've got some great topics lined up over the next uh, couple of months. And as always, we're going out today live on LinkedIn. So if you are listening in live on LinkedIn, hello to you today. But let's do a bit of a recap, Barry, on what we covered in season one. We talked about potholes and AI, which was a fantastic conversation, if you remember. I do indeed. Yeah, it was an odd one in terms of the the, the title, but uh, fascinating. Tell us a little bit more about that one. Yeah, looking at really how digital technologies can identify and report potholes in the road. Of course, in the UK and Ireland, this is a huge problem. There is not a day goes by where I don't drive down the road and I hit a pothole. And in some cases, you can be swallowed up into these potholes because they're absolutely huge. And then the problem is, well, maybe not so much of a problem with you in the UAE is when the bad weather creeps in, Barry, and it starts to rain, Mm. the pothole actually fills up with water. So you don't actually actually see the pothole on the road until you've hit the pothole. And this can cause incredible damage to your vehicle. So it's interesting to see in that episode in particular, we talked about what was happening down in New Zealand. Uh, I think you'd mentioned what was happening in the UAE where, you know, there is now technology as a driver is out actually on the road driving around. They have a camera mounted on the bumper of their car. And whenever they hit any of these potholes, it gets reported to the local authorities and they can action it and go out and fill it to make sure that people like me don't hit it. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, it was fascinating, again, just to see it and on the ground here, it was about the prevention of, of future potholes as well. So that was a really, really interesting, really interesting topic. What was a couple of the other ones? Because we had nine episodes, didn't we? We did. We talked a lot about, um, in one of our episodes, about scams and AI. And of course, this is an area that's um, very um, interesting to you and me, given the work that we do in schools with young people around educating them about the risks and the dangers 
dangers of social media, the internet, and indeed technology, but also educating the parents of these young people, making sure that they're aware of where the risks and the dangers lie online. And as you and I know, there's not a day goes by where we don't come across some new development, some new enhancement in technology, but of course, some bad actor then using that uh, inappropriately to potentially scam someone. So this is, a, I suppose, a bigger area of digital transformation uh, overall that companies do need to be aware of. You know, whenever you're implementing any of this technology, how do you make sure that it is, is safe, but also that it is fundamentally secure. Um, and I think that's a question that many companies and organizations have. And I know that we're probably going to, to pick that theme up in season two as we talk more about the impact of technology, but also the security of the technology that you are bringing into your company or your organization, whether that is technology that you're creating yourself or whether it's third party applications that you are bringing in, making sure that that is safe and is secure and that you're not putting your employees and you're not putting your customers in danger. So there is more and more sophisticated cyber scams um, evolving all the time. And when we see the advancement of technology, we can see very clearly that there will be bad actors that will misuse this technology uh, inappropriately. And it's something that's definitely going to um, feature more in digital transformation. Definitely, especially with the advent, well, not the advent, but the integration of tools that were originally for uh, personal use, like WhatsApp, for example, and how that's come in. And I know that you did a piece recently about, you know, the, the hundreds of WhatsApp scams that are out there, where even integrating that into the business conversation, which many small, medium and large businesses have done, uh, is to make sure that there's some sort of... Uh, protocols and also training uh, around the difference in using it for business uh, and and versus your your personal side and then as you said the actual security of your your whole network when it comes to that uh, and that's something we'll definitely be having a, a discussion on uh, moving forwards in season two and as always is uh, anyone joining us and listening in this is uh, this is not the, the Wayne and Barry show as it were uh, it's meant to be a safe space to ask questions to uh, share your knowledge uh, around what's going on if you're in a business that's currently going through a digital transformation project or you've been through one uh, we'd love to hear about it we're, we're both you know eternal students ourselves and, and learning about this and, and being able to discuss it in a safe place is really what the digitized diaries is all about about to, to have that open discussion and, uh, you know, from our selfish perspective is to, to learn uh, and figure out what's going on and, uh, and then be able to share it with as many people as possible. For sure. Um, we're going to have some fantastic guests lined up on season two where we're going to open the, the platform up to experts to you know industry thought leaders who want to come on to the podcast and and as you said a couple of moments ago Barry share their insight share their expertise share their learning we'd love to hear from companies and organizations that have implemented successful examples of digital transformation and I think that's something that we'll be exploring and, and, and tapping into a little bit more uh, in season two as we grow the listenership and the audience here on the digitized diaries but as always we're going to be going going out regularly on LinkedIn uh, as an audio event, which we're doing today. Um, we're going to be doing some LinkedIn lives as well. So there's going to be a mixture of live uh, audio, live video, and also then we're going to be repurposing the podcast as well. So if you miss out uh, on the live episodes of the podcast, of course, you can pick them up on the replay on Spotify and Stitcher Radio and iTunes and wherever you get 
your podcasts from. And of course, there is an opportunity if you're listening in live to the podcast to raise your hand if you're in the audience and you'd like to come up and introduce yourself, uh, share a little bit about what you're all about, what your business is all about. And if you've got any examples or questions that you'd like to pose to me and Barry, again, we're not the experts. Um, We're just here to facilitate this discussion, this conversation, because we have that key interest in digital transformation. And as a creator of a digital transformation uh, platform ourselves, uh, CoBabble, which we'll talk about a little bit further, um, we have that interest in seeing how we can refine that product as well and how it can become more useful uh, within companies and organizations. Definitely, definitely. And as, as you started out there, we, we've had the summer and, and everything is uh, sort of the summer holidays are becoming a, a distant memory uh, of uh, already. Um, but over that period, of course, you and I were still creating and looking and, and seeing what's going on. But was there anything in particular that you kind of noticed over the summer that had uh, piqued your interest around um, automation or digitization that, that you wanted to, to, to bring to the fore today, Wayne? Yeah, certainly. There's been a lot of developments in the content marketing space, particularly, Barry, from an automation perspective. And, you know, uh, you know, I'm a big um, fan of, you know, making things easier as a content creator, making things easier as a business owner. So any way that I can remove steps from an already clunky um, workflow, uh, I'm, I'm all over that. So I'm always looking out for new tools, uh, new technologies to make that happen. And my video in particular has been an interesting one that we talked about before and in using um, automation tools, but also using tools that will or which are AI driven effectively mm. to help with the editing process of my videos. And that's something that has been a game changer for me within my own content production flow, if you like. Um, it's, 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 I was previously using Adobe Premiere Pro, which is a fantastic piece of software. And actually, Adobe is rolling out more and more automation and more and more AI within its, its suite of, of products as a whole. But I was looking for a way to be able to take that raw video file and to slice and dice that up into short form Uh, clips that I could use on TikTok or that I could use over on Instagram or YouTube shorts, for example. And I came across a fantastic tool called Opus Clip that that does that really effectively for me. But not only that, it's using the AI technology in behind it to actually identify, very cleverly identify the best clips in the video. So let's say, for example, I upload a three minute video where I'm talking about, you know, you mentioned WhatsApp a couple of moments ago, and I'm talking about some of the, you know, issues around scams. WhatsApp scams. Yeah. yeah, that people need to be aware of. So, so I shot a piece of video, you know, on my phone, um, you know, previously I would have to take that into Adobe Premiere Pro, edit it all up. It might take yeah. me three or four hours to get that to, to final production so I can push it out through social media. Opus clip, once I shoot the video, does the whole thing for me in about five minutes. Amazing. Game, game changer. <laughs> it's fantastic. And it is a game changer because you, and it's evidenced by if you look at the volume of videos that are now coming out through your socials, it's it's you know gone up exponentially through through the summer months with using the tools that are available. Uh, and I remember when you showed me that clip, I was just like, right, we need to get hold of that for sure. Because it's it's amazing. It's absolutely fantastic. It really is. And and this is the great thing about these tools. Many of these um, creators of these tools bring out free trials. So you can mm-hmm. get in there and you can you can play about with it. You can see if it's fit for purpose, if it does what you need it to do. But the great thing about this and the great thing that I always 
you know, get people to think about, you know, take these tools on a free trial, but at some point you might have to pay for them, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. If it helps you become more efficient, if it helps you with your end goal, then it's absolutely worth its weight in gold to you. And I have no question in my mind now as a user of Opus Clip now for a couple of weeks under their free tier. And I think they gave me something like a hundred minutes and I still haven't maxed out the hundred minutes, by the way, I'm still on the free tier. But as I've said to you, once I finish that free trial, I'm straight away into paying those guys their monthly subscription because it has freed me up within my business. And that's what we like to talk about in this podcast. We're talking about efficiencies. We're talking about yeah. using digital tools to improve the overall efficiency within your company or your organization to get the best out of your people. You want your staff, you want your people to be more efficient. So you need to equip them with the right tools. But that was one tool of probably four or five tools, Barry, as you know, yeah. that I came across this summer that have just been a game changer. Absolutely. But I, and it's an interesting point you being up there because we do want to help our, our companies and our teams. Uh, and now we, we, I think we're way beyond the point of pushing back against this because there was, you know, in season one, when we first started out, one of the topics was around, well, is it a good thing? And how, how do we know how to do this? Or should we be taking on artificial intelligence? Should we be looking at machine learning? How do we involve technology? Or do I really have to? And it's something that we've also seen within the, the, the cyber safety work that we do is that we're way beyond that conversation now. It shouldn't be about whether you do or you don't. It's you have to now how do you do it as effectively as possible and we touched on this before as well and the the, the whole idea of training comes into to this um to, to be able to provide the tools to our teams to our to our companies but also equip them to use those tools because um otherwise it's it's a lost cause you know you you're you're very good at taking these tools, finding them, evaluating them, testing them, which is what you have to do, uh, and then seeing whether or not it's fit for the purpose. And you make a very good point about if it saves you time, it's worth what they are asking you to pay. Because most of them are also, when you look at the value they provide, they're reasonably priced. Now, of course, that's very subjective, but there's nothing um, from these kind of tools where you think that's, that's kind of crazy pricing they're asking. A lot of them are reasonably priced when you look at how much time they're saving you and what your time is worth in your business. Uh, it does become a no-brainer. For sure. And th that example that you just mentioned about what your actual time is worth in your business, I think is really important. Um, and we talked about this in season one. We talked about, you know, digital transformation takes time. You know, it's, mm. it's, it's not going to happen overnight. And, you know, you're going to go through and I've went through this and, you know, you've went through this where you'll, you know, you'll be testing various, you know, uh, platforms, various tools and, you know, some of them might be good. Some of them might do a little bit of what you needed to do, but it doesn't do all of what you needed to do. And, and that's, an, that's a challenge overall for companies who are maybe, you know, looking to bring in new tools, new ways of doing things within their company and their organization. They might, they might find a tool, but it maybe doesn't do all that they needed to do. And, and that kind of leads me into where we've gone with Cobabble, where, you know, the companies that we're working with, we're actually trying to work very closely with them to help them solve problems uh, within their business. Um, and, and we're open to that idea that, you know, Cobabble is developing and Cobabble is growing all the time. So while it might do, you know, three or four things that you needed to do right now, there's a good chance by exploring it a little bit more, it could probably do more than you needed to do or you've realized that you needed to do. And, and 
you know, and I know, Barry, that we've been constantly working at refinements within the platform, making it more efficient as a tool because it's got to be efficient. It's got to be it's got to be serving purpose. It's got to be adding value. But it also has to be efficient itself as a tool. Um, and we're exploring this more and more, particularly within developments that we're seeing in the space around AI, ChatGPT, which we talked about in season one, um, and, and machine learning as a whole. How can we now you know, build a tool that is tapping into those developments that we're seeing in industry? Definitely. And I think that's also a big part of this transformation is around the flexibility, because we, we have built a tool that caters to a number of scenarios. But it's once it's in situ within a business and, and many businesses, even in the same industry, do things slightly differently because that's what their USP is to the market. And what AI is allowing us to do and what we're really working on now is to say to each individual customer, what is it that you actually need and how is it that it works in your business? Uh, we are working with a company of a similar, you know, maybe facilities management or whatever it is, but what do you do in your business? And they turn around and say to us, well, we do this, this and this. Okay, yeah, covered, covered, covered. But we also do this. And it's it's slightly different to the way that someone else does it. And what we're looking at now is how AI can help us go to that client and customer and say, okay, well, is this what you mean? And it's not taking months and months and months of development work. It's or not real time. That's not, not quite yet, but it's a much shorter development cycle because even in our development team, we're able to use AI and, and digital tools to help with the development process, whereby we can go to a client and actually say, Isn't is this what you meant when you told us about this process? And they can look at it and go, wow. Yes, that is exactly it. And it, it's it's happening much faster. Um, and now there's people saying, well, I'm not sure about the speed of how things are changing. But again, we're kind of at that point where it's going to happen. It is happening. If we still push back against it, what tends to be the result is that we end up much, much further behind the curve. And so any way that we can look at embracing what is there uh, to add value to our business. We're looking at it from a co-bible perspective. And, and it's, again, one of the reasons why we do these sessions is to also then find out from other people uh, what's going on. And we might be able to say, actually, that's a really good idea for us as well. And, and that collaborative approach to producing products and services in the marketplace is also something that I think that the technology is facilitating. I think that's so important, Barry, and I think it's it's listening to that feedback from your customers as well who are you know, actively using CoBabble within their particular business or organization. For example, you know, one of our clients is a port and we're very proactive and they're pro very proactive with us in relation to how can we make this more efficient? Um, is there any way we can fine tune certain aspects of some of the features? And, you know, CoBabble's got some great features, you know, the ability to um, offer, um, you know, a check-in and a check-out feature for particular tasks that you need completed, whether it's a form, whether it's an audit, um, whether it's a checklist, the ability to upload video content that your employees need to know about in relation to health and safety issues, you know, uploading that in real time. So that's pushed out to all of your company or all of your employees across your company, no matter how large your company is. And video content, as we know, is hugely powerful. So having that ability to create a video really quickly on your smartphone, 
upload it to CoBabble within a matter of seconds and push that out to your employees across your organization is fantastic. And again, it's not a PDF document, although you can upload PDF documents. It's much more rich uh, and it also builds that real connection um, with your employees as well. So using it as from a training development perspective, um, from a health and safety perspective, as a way to keep your employees updated with the latest news, uh, things that are happening within the company so they feel part of the process as well is something that more and more companies who are using Cobabble are really finding it so effective for those means. But we're not sitting on our laurels, as you know, Barry. We're constantly looking to improve it. We're constantly looking to refine it. And, and that partnership with our, our, our customers, our clients is really important. Definitely, yeah, and in line with that, I think it's interesting that we we and we are always doing this, looking out into what what other businesses are using AI and and, and predictive uh, machine learning for. And it was it was one of those ones that in, in the lead up to this, it was uh, very interesting to see um, a couple of the businesses out there. One of them being you know Boeing is a brand that people are very familiar with, and how they're actually using um, machine learning for predicting and preventing equipment failure. So it's uh, it's using the technology to to prevent something from happening in the future, uh, which you know when it comes to our planes that we get on and fly, you think actually yeah that's a pretty good approach to this. And what it's doing is in real time, it's taking all of these through sensors and one all this information and being able to log and say you know what there's a very high probability that this particular part of this equipment and in Boeing's case obviously the planes, but in other businesses it could be. Um, machinery on the shop floor. Um, another example I saw was around spindles within uh, within uh, machines that break and are costly, is that the technology is is helping in preventative measures. It's, it's adding value to the business, not just by optimizing processes and saving time and so forth, but by almost to a certain extent, seeing into the future uh, and, and being able to predict that there's going to be potentially a catastrophic failure in the next, you know, whatever time scale it is, uh, and allow a business to to replace that element before those kind of catastrophes happen. Which, just when we were thinking when we were thinking about this episode and going out there and having a look at it, it just caught my eye. And I thought, you know, that's a brilliant use of it. Why why wasn't it being done previously? But that also the the answer to that question is because the technology wasn't at the state that it was able to do that reliably. Um, and that's where we, we we sort of get to when this speed of of development that is happening is that in a very, very short period of time, what we can apply the the technology to changes drastically, but the value that it adds also increases massively. Just um, something that I found extremely, extremely interesting as we were, we were preparing for this particular episode. Yeah, and I suppose, you know, linked to your example of aviation there a couple of moments ago, we also have to think of the flip side of all of this as well. When when something goes wrong, um, what backup contingency plans do we have in place? And that's something that I'd like to explore a little bit more in season two of the Digitized Diaries. And again, if we look at the example this week in the UK where the air traffic control system has had uh, mm. some sort of computer malfunction, failure, I don't know what it was, but there is now you know widespread disruption on all flights in and out of the UK and I think Ireland as well um, due to the, 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 the uh, something to do with the technology. So that's something that's a little bit unprecedented um, that you'd never would sort of see happening, but you can see the impact that that has had already. And it was got me thinking as well ahead of this episode, I mean, what sort of 
fail-safe backup plan could you put in place when something like that goes wrong? I mean, does anything even yeah. exist? You know, you can't go uh, back to pen, pen and paper, Barry. I mean, you can't, you know, imagine going back to pen and paper and writing. You surely couldn't do that. So the the technology piece in, in that particular industry, aviation, is so critical. And you're right. You mentioned this earlier on. As the as the speed um, increases on all of this, um, are we going to get to a point where we have bigger, bigger things like that that can go wrong. And I suppose it's about building that in to the overall thought process from an early stage. Yeah, I think it will be. And, and then it's also using the predictive nature of, of this is that, you know, what is the probability of this kind of catastrophic failure happening? Okay, the, the risk is small, perhaps, but it's happened now. And now applying the, the likes of the machine learning could say, well, in order to cater to this moving forwards, the AI can build a fallback system, a redundancy system very quickly by just mimicking the existing system so that you've just got this constant iteration of that uh, system available so that if it goes down on one, then you've got a separate set of servers that are maintaining the second version and third one, et cetera. And you've just got these fallbacks because a lot of banks do that right now. Uh, they have these redundancy programs in place. Uh, and I think that what will happen is that the, the, the technology will support the faster duplication of this so that if it does go down, it's not as catastrophic as it is today. And like I said, we've, we've seen it from this end because there's people trying to get their uh, their children back to the UK for university and whatnot. And there's just no way in. We can't get in. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's an absolute nightmare at the moment. I seen Michael O'Leary, CEO of Ryanair, last night on talking about this. Um, you know, and the airlines themselves have said, look, we're not liable for this. Because you know the way if your flight's delayed over X amount of hours, you get compensation, Barry. Well, what mm -hmm. the airlines yeah. are saying right now is, look, this was not our problem. We are not liable to... So so all these passengers, as you can imagine, are stuck in all sorts of places around the world, can't get back home. Uh, obviously, schools are starting, universities are starting, yeah. people need to be back for work. And there's now this knock-on delay throughout the whole um, the network on flights in and out of the UK and Ireland. Thankfully, I came back from my holidays before... Just, uh, in fact, about a week probably to the day that this happened. Time. Or I would have been um, stuck in Turkey um, not able to get back home, although it might have been such a bad thing. The weather was lovely there and completely <laughs> miserable here today as I look out the window. But that's an interesting one. And I think you make a, a couple of really good points about the, you know, the, the, the machine learning, the AI side of things, constantly running that, you know, duplication um, that if, if something like this was to happen, you can pretty quickly flick the switch uh, and have your redundancy machine infrastructure, whatever it is, online really quickly. And there might be a small little bit of a problem on the system, but you're not experiencing. And what they're saying at the moment, I was reading in the in the media this morning, they're, they're talking about weeks of delays wow. um, at the moment. Um, as you can imagine, it's just going to be an absolute nightmare. But that's something that we may see in the future more of. And that's something that we'll certainly be talking about on this podcast. We're going to be picking up on these themes, um, these things that are happening in different parts of the world. Uh, so if you haven't had the chance yet to listen into season one of the podcast, we do highly recommend at Barry, don't we? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we might be slightly biased in that, but it's definitely a, 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 a big recommendation from us. And, and like you say, through this season two, as the as the speed of development increases, there's there's this scenario where the choice is increasing for us as well. In terms of, well, there's so many what look like solutions for us out out there now. 
so many AI uh, tools to do X, Y, and Z. Which one's right? You know, which one do I go for? Because it seems every time you go online, there's a new one available that does X, Y, or Z to help your business. And we're getting to the point of thinking, well, it's it's difficult to evaluate all of them. You know, you you said that you've got to implement them and test them and 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 get the idea of whether or not it's right for our business. Um, but if there's 10 tools out there, how do I find the time to, to do that? And I think that's a big thing that we wanted to get into because we're, we're nuts about this, is, is getting out there and actually looking at them and, and seeing them for ourselves and testing them and, and then being able to recommend certain tools uh, on the digitized diaries for specific reasons. You know, if, if there's certain scenarios in certain market sectors that we come across a tool that can be super helpful, like the one you mentioned earlier that you're using for video creation, which again, I just, when you said that, I meant to comment and say that what it's also doing is it's helping people to create video of a, a higher quality so that your audience is more likely to view it. And I think that's also really important. It's not just the, the speed, it's also the quality of the output that these kind of tools are, are helping with. And part of our responsibility is, is, is evaluating some of those and, and coming up with some recommendations. But as was also said, we can't do all of that. So if other people have already found amazing tools or are using incredible bits of software or technology in their business has helped them with the digital transformation, we'd love to hear about it. We would. And it's really important to share the knowledge. And I think that's something that's critical at the moment. You know, there's no point in keeping this tool to myself in relation to how I'm using it. Let people know about it, because if this can help and you're if you're a content creator, if you're a small business and you don't have a large marketing team, you don't have the budget to be going and hiring in video editors and, you know, all these sorts of people to produce content for you, then you need to know what tools are out there that you can tap into. And that's something that I'm so passionate about, you know, anything that moves the needle a little bit forward in my business that helps me free up a little bit more time for my family and my friends to go on holidays is a game changer for me, Barry. I absolutely <laughs> love it. And I'll get in there and I'll do the testing. No problem. Because I can already see with some of the tools that I've explored over the, the summer break, uh, and we've talked about these tools off air and how we're using them collectively together, um, they're yep. definitely something that you want to be aware of and you want to know about. So we're going to talk about this and maybe, you know, that's something that we'll pick up on as well. You know, we talked about offer. We talked about the gimbal that I bought recently, which has got mm. AI technology built into it. Maybe we'll pick that up on a previous episode and, and talk about some of the hardware. We talk a lot about the software, but there is hardware as well coming out now that you can use you know, hardware and software together, you know, can be fantastic additions to your, your business or your organization and indeed, you know, what it is you're trying to achieve. So we're going to be talking about all of those things. Definitely. And I think you make a good point there about the, the, the hardware, because a lot of people running small businesses or maybe solopreneurs and maybe just themselves. Um, and so every role falls on them. Uh, but even for some of the bigger businesses, it allows each and every person involved in the business to become more effective at what they do. Uh, we'll definitely talk about the gimbal and, and the AI built into that, because that's that's also a game changer for um, you know the likes of us when we're out and about presenting and, and needing to capture. So we'll go into more detail on that one. But definitely something that we want to include more and more of and uh, we'll go out there and do a lot of the research and talk about it but as I said before we're also 
very, very keen to hear about other people because, there's, as I said before, there's so many tools out there. There's no chance that we know what all of them are. Uh, and sometimes somebody's just used one that's just absolutely changed the game. You know, when you showed me a couple of the ones that you found over the summer, I was sort of sat here when we were going through them with my mouth open going, that's amazing. <laughs> that is such a great tool. Um I, I want to get using it. And so we'll try to do as much of that as possible. Every day is like Christmas Day in Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> with, 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 with all of these tools. Look, Barry, we've hit the 31 minute marker. As always, it's been a fantastic podcast today. And again, this is going to be repurposed and it's going to go out on all of the usual podcasting platforms. If you're picking this up on the replay, uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening live today. We had a couple of people tune in live. Fantastic. Uh, as always, we're going to be back with another episode of the podcast uh, relatively soon. Um, this is yeah. season two. This is episode one of season two. And if you haven't had a chance to listen into the season one of the podcast, nine whole episodes available for you to tune in today please do check those out but before we finish up Barry any final words today um, no just thank you very much for listening in as uh, Wayne said definitely go and check out what's out there uh, and uh, if anyone hears this on the replay and has something pop into their mind we're both open books connect with us send the question or send us the recommendation uh, we can include it in episodes and uh, let's keep the conversation going for sure and if we're not already connected on LinkedIn make sure you do connect with Barry and myself on LinkedIn we're always open to growing our LinkedIn community connecting with people on LinkedIn if you've got a question if you've got an observation something you think we should add into the mix of the digitized diaries of course we're always open to hearing from you so please do get in touch let us know if you want to come on as a guest we're going to be looking for guests we have a couple of people in our lineup for season two as guests but if you do want to come on to the podcast and share your experience and talk a little bit about your digital transformation journey we'd be delighted to hear from you absolutely everybody thanks very much for listening in on this one and we'll see you on the next one Thanks for listening into this episode of The Digitized Diaries with your hosts, Wayne and Barry. We hope you've enjoyed this conversation and deep dive and today's learnings can help growth for you and your business. Don't forget to hit the subscribe so you get notified when the next episode is available. See you next time.